catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. Game day edition of Football 24-7 with John McMullen live from down at the link. All presented by Stateside Vodka. Go to statesidevodka.com and get 15% off of a one-liter bottle. Johnny Mack checking in from the stadium. Eagles are flying high, Johnny Mack, coming into the game today. Uh, it's been a fast week of conversation around uh, the Philadelphia region. Uh, Josh Sweat got his big deal. And let me first ask you to comment about that uh, since that came down yesterday. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, you know, my first thought was that you got to give Howie Roseman some credit. And I know people don't like that, uh, but... <laughs> You know, those are not difficult. Those are difficult decisions for GMs in this league to make because essentially we've done this consecutive Saturdays, Krause. He took Jordan Mailata since he chose him over Andre Dillard, a 2019 first-round pick. Now what you're saying here is Josh Sweat, and correctly, by the way, you're evaluating. He's more important to this team than Derek Barnett. Now, if we fast-forward next offseason, you know, Derek Barnett might still be a part of this team if they decide to move on from Brandon Graham because of age and, and things like that. Uh, but these are difficult decisions for GMs to make because you need your first-round picks to succeed. But Howie Roseman, the goal was to get a difference-making left tackle. The goal was to get a, a sort of difference-making edge rusher. They may have done it in unconventional fashion, uh, but they but they think they've done it. And again, it's easy to say, we'll just take the better player. But it's not it's not you can't always just do that. I know you do so many of these reports, John. Sometimes they probably feel like they run together. But you started talking about Josh Sweat going all the way back to week one, day one. Uh, of training camp. As a matter of fact, I think he earned one of your very first game balls that we gave out or that you awarded uh, during training camp. So he's obviously had a good camp and he's obviously earned uh, what Howie extended to him yesterday. Yeah, I would agree with that, Joe. I mean, I, I for a long part of the summer, uh, you probably heard me say he might have been the best uh, player, best Eagles player of, of training camp. You know, Javon Hargrave came on late. You could, you could argue that he ended up, but either or, if you're one or two, and they're both defensive linemen, obviously. I, I mean, he had just, he came in, he had a really effective training camp, and that has continued into the regular season. He was probably the Eagles' best edge rusher week one in Atlanta. So, you know, when you give out these contracts, part of it is production, but part of it is you know what what you're looking what what you're looking from the player to do in the next few seasons and that evaluation part of it is the difficult part the Eagles expect a lot from Josh Sweat and they expect a lot from from Jordan Mailata as well 
We're going to bounce around a little bit because this is a very quick and very fast report live here on the Jacob Media YouTube channel. Johnny Mack, of course, getting set uh, down at Lincoln Financial Field kickoff uh, at 1 o'clock this afternoon. This is our game day update. Uh, John, bring the viewers into uh, the atmosphere. Obviously, perhaps um, it's quiet or it's very um, uh, it's very methodically defined uh, down on the field. But I saw a couple of tweets from you in terms of activity happening uh, with some of the pre-warm-ups. Yeah, I, I mean, some of, obviously Nate Derry is back. He's on the 49ers practice squad. He was sort of holding courts uh, midfield with some of his old teammates. He's not going to play today. He wasn't elevated. So uh, Nate Sudfeld is also on the 49ers practice squad. The backup quarterback is just kind of saying hello to old friends. Uh, it's interesting. The Eagles, I think, got the extra T-shirts from Penn State yesterday because everybody who comes in, every fan is going to get a white Go Birds T-shirt. So they're going to try to sort of replicate a whiteout, so to speak, and, and 70,000 people wearing wearing those white shirts. So we'll see how that looks. But uh, obviously, Lincoln Financial Field is always a difficult environment for um, uh, for the opposing team. And I, I thought the Eagles, I thought there were a few teams. Uh, Seattle, um, the Eagles are in that conversation. New Orleans, Minnesota, um, with these really raucous environments, I thought they were really affected uh, uh, by the lack of fans due to the pandemic last season. That might be the difference in this game is the fans because I'm one of them. A lot of people said on our various shows and various platforms that, you know, they expect a close game. Most people default to the 49ers because they're a little bit more proven. I include myself in that category. But when you're talking about a one-score game, Krause, the fans could be the difference in that one score if there is a uh, sort of big high level situation in the fourth quarter and they can affect the game. I know Darius Slay talked about it. Jason Kelsey talked about it. I'm sure everybody uh, feels that um, it's going to be very special uh, at the link today when that team comes out of the tunnel. Let me ask you about Jalen Hurts, uh, 264 yards, three touchdowns in that opening game uh, a week ago uh, against Atlanta. He comes in to uh, face a 49er team that certainly is in a better position to put more pressure on Jalen Hurts, uh, Johnny Mack, and now I don't know how that changes the dynamic, but that'll be one of the adjustments that Jalen and head coach Nick Sirianni will have to make. Yeah, I mean, uh, it, Nick Posa is one of the best, if not the best, edge rushers in the NFL when he's healthy. He looks healthy after week one, coming off the torn ACL from last year. Uh, it's going to be a big challenge for Jordan Mailata coming off that we talked about, coming off the big extension last week. Um, this is as good a player as they'll see all season at, at left tackle. And, you know, I go back, you know, during the Super Bowl season, you remember when Von Miller and the Denver Broncos came in here. Uh, and Von was just at, at his high level, most dominant at the time. And the Eagles kind of used it against him and said, okay, you know, and Nick Sirianni's talked about this before. If you can't block him, read him and use that to your advantage. And maybe the Eagles go in that direction because it's really difficult to block somebody like that. It's going to take a bunch of people, going to take tight ends, running backs, chipping them, 
but there are other ways to go about it and to try to take him out of the game. And that's not only a test for Jalen Hurts, but also a test for Nick Sirianni. Sometimes, Johnny Mac, the stories or the story is in the numbers. And then other times, perhaps it doesn't mean so much. I was looking back at the Niner Detroit uh, box uh, or recap from a week ago. Jared Goff, uh, who went plus 300, also put the ball in the air 57 times. Uh, so uh, can we take anything uh, from that? Uh in terms of Goff's success against that Niner defense or that Niner secondary, if you want to call it that. Well, yeah, yes and no. I mean, Josh Norman, the 49ers are real banged up. They they lost their best corner for the season last week in week one. Uh, Verrett, uh, Mosley, their second corner is not going to play today. Uh, looks all indications. Uh, Josh Norman, our old friend from Washington, is likely going to get the start. Uh he only signed a couple of weeks ago uh, for the 49ers. So uh, the secondary is banged up. There is a little bit of a weakness there. Uh, but, you know, for all the faults of Jared Goff, he can sling it. And when you get behind like they were behind uh, against the 49ers last week, you're going to throw the football a lot, as you indicated. And if you throw the football a lot, you're going to pile up some yards. So. Part of that is the context of the game. You have to look into that. But no doubt the, the 49ers have an issue in the secondary. The question is, is Jalen Hurts the type of quarterback that can take advantage of that? You want to push the ball down the field. We talked a lot about Nick Sirianni scheming a lot. The lack of air yards in the in, in passing game last week. Everything was near the line of scrimmage, the bubble screens. In theory, you want to press things a little bit more down the field. You should have an opportunity to do that uh, if you pass protect. And we talked about Nick Bosa before. So that's part of it as well. We're still in that area of uh, or that timeline here in the beginning of the season. Uh, well, perhaps Nick, well, well, where perhaps Nick Sirianni uh, is still under the radar. The defenses still don't know what to expect or what to make. There's that uh, great uncertainty factor that you talked about going into the Atlanta game, and I'm assuming that carries over. Uh, meeting Will Miles Sanders and Kenny Gainwell uh, slash this San Francisco defense uh, and rack up some running yards uh, along with Jalen Hurts. Yeah, I mean, the Eagles were second, uh, the second best rushing attack in the NFL uh, over week one. Obviously a very small sample size, but that's a big part of this, what this team wants to do. And the quarterback is a big part of it. I, I think when people talk about the running game, they typically think about the running back in the old school mentality. Uh, I think the most important part of, for the Eagles is Jalen Hurts and his ability uh, to run the football. That's what makes things more difficult for the opposing defense. So as long as Jalen Hurts is under center, that's always going to be a big part of the Eagles offense. And they always uh, want to get him going. And by getting him going in that part of it, it also helps the running backs, Miles Sanders and Kenny Gainwell. And, of course, as you know, Johnny Mack, when you have a great offensive line in front of you, when the big uglies are there, and I love the big uglies, uh, but when you build, when you start your build from the, from the offensive line, that's a comfortable place to be when you know you have a solid O-line and, and a healthy O-line in front of you. 
Yeah, I mean, the Eagles have a top five offensive line if they're healthy, if they're if everybody is out there. If Jason Kelsey and Brandon Brooks, Lane Johnson, we all know the compliments of, uh, accomplishments of them over the years. Jeff Scoutland talked to us uh, on Friday, uh, raved about Isaac Sayamalo. He's he's like the forgotten one, uh, and, and he's turned into such a, a good player at left guard. Uh, and then we talked about Jordan Mailata, all the promise that he brings to the table, the big extension. Everybody loves him, the personality. And oh, by the way, Lane, Landon Dickerson is healthy now. Uh, so you have that depth as well. Andre Dillard on the bench, a former first-round pick. Again, you put that into the context in the rest of the league. And I joked about this watching uh, Notre Dame play a little bit yesterday because at the college level, uh, Notre Dame is always bringing offensive linemen into the NFL. You're going to see one of them today, a Philadelphia kid, Mike McGlinchey, uh, former first-round pick. Quentin Nelson might be the best guard in the league. Ronnie Stanley is one of the best left tackles. Zach Martin's going to the Hall of Fame. Uh, his brother, Nick Martin, has been a starting center for years. Uh, that that team at the college level always has great offensive linemen, and they don't have it this year. They haven't been able to reload. They have a bad offensive line, and I joke, it looks like they joined the NFL because everybody in the NFL has a bad offensive line, you know, with a few exceptions. The Eagles, happily, are one of those few exceptions, and that is – the strength of their team. Last you could argue defensive line as well, but that is the strength of their team. Last thing from John McMullen on this game day edition of football 24-7. Uh, I'll give you the opportunity to do the shout-out, Johnny Mac, because I saw the post um, that you pushed out on Twitter. It was so nice to see Big Daddy Graham uh, be recognized uh, by the team uh, in the press box, uh, part of the Philadelphia history of Philadelphia sports in this town, and it was really nice to see. I think it was a well, I think it was a great job by the Eagles. Yeah, great job. And unfortunately, it's always sad to see these types of things. Uh, the Eagles have been very good with that in the past as well. Don Banks, uh, uh, one of the great national writers over the years, uh, unfortunately passed away. Uh, they they did a tribute to him, John uh, John Small Smallwood, the ex Kelly uh, news columnist, uh, and unfortunately Big Daddy Graham. And I know my partner uh, Jody Mack was very close to him. Um, and yeah, the Eagles did a great job, uh, and and everybody should check that out at JF McMullen on Twitter. Uh, nice little tribute to to Big Daddy Graham. Well done, well stated from Football Insider John McMillan. It's our game day edition of Football 24-7 presented by Stateside Vodka. Go to statesidevodka.com. Use, uh, use the code JACOB and get 15% off a one-liter uh, one bottle of Stateside Vodka. We will attempt uh, to uh, do our halftime update if, uh, if uh, we can work that out here on the Jacob Media YouTube channel. And then we'll get to all of the details from John McMillan on the live post-game show right here uh, on the Jacob Media YouTube channel. Back to work you go, Johnny Mack. I hope the food inside uh, the media area, inside the press book, uh, is as good as it is hyped uh, for uh, today's home opener. Yeah, I'm a big breakfast guy, so one o'clock games are always exciting for me, Chris. 
All right. Good stuff. Johnny Mac, appreciate it, man. Uh, enjoy your day down uh, at the link. A lot of work to come uh, from John McMullen. It's our game day edition of Football 24-7. Until we join you live a little bit later on, I'm Joe Krause on behalf of John McMullen. See you next time, everybody.